Welcome to The Confessional. I'm Mike Moran. Tell us your deepest, your creepiest, your funniest. Confess to us. No one's listening. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Confessional Podcast. I am joined by OJ Drinking. <laughs> Gotta get that vitamin C. Yes, uh, producer Jimmy Seleski. How's it going, man? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing well, dude. I like the little neckerchief you got going dude, on Dude, I think that's my new thing. Really? It's, yeah, you know me, Jimmy. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not a fashionable guy. <laughs> I don't care about it, the way I look. Um, but every now and then you just find a little accessory that just speaks to you. It's very Woody from Toy Story. That's what and I'm I, going for. Yeah. I think that's, I, I wonder how you stumbled across that. Were you like wearing it as a mask well, and then realized, well, no, like, oh, I, wait. I tried doing the uh, the astronaut guy from Toy Story. Uh, Buzz Lightyear. Having, having an oxygen bubble, just yeah. not really. Yeah, although if you were going to try out the oxygen bubble helmet, this would have been the year to do it. That's true. That's true. I mean, the Buzz Lightyear was in this year. Well, yeah, I was using it as a, I was putting it over my, actually, Mike Quinlan gave this to me at the show the other week. Okay. And I'll tell you, Jimmy, you're, you're going to be blown away by my fashion choices. I, for the Shane up. Torres show, I wore this beautiful, bright red jacket. Okay. That's so nice. Nice. I, I just threw it out there. I said, I want a bright red jacket. Like Maybe. Michael Jackson from the Beat It Pretty video? much. Okay. Yeah, pretty okay, much. Cool. Um, and, and, then I, and then I put on the... the the neckerchief, and all of a sudden I was colorful and vibrant and alive, and uh, I really don't like my neck either, you know? I, I got think, like, I think this one's you, dude. I know I say that right. about every one of your new fashion choices. What other every fashion week, choices? Every week I... you come in here, you came in here with the bell bottoms yeah, last said my, week. my grill and my mouth was pretty cool. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, I, you know, I was trying, yeah. Right, right. I when I, I was doing you. the crack, do you remember that when, <laughs> in the early 2000s when the crack was the new cleavage, Jimmy? I vaguely remember that yeah i tried that one i just thought they were white trash i just thought that their pants <laughs> didn't fit but i guess okay the crack no, 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 crack no. is back crack is back jack uh jimmy listen we uh we're, we're gonna be discussing uh, a very cool topic today on the confessional we're gonna discuss regional urban legends good 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 you know what i'm talking like things you, you you grew up hearing mm-hmm. about this or that yeah now you that know? uh we i don't know if we've mentioned this on the podcast but our first ever real conversation right. was uh, on my podcast where we spoke about a regional urban legend, yes. which isn't at all an urban legend. It's not, but you made a damned good point yeah. that I, it was one of those things where it's like, oh my God, somebody else thinks that too? Mm-hmm. It what? was the Lock Raven Cliffs. Right. There's right. a reservoir uh, in the Baltimore area called the Lock right. Raven Reservoir. And all the cool people in high school yes, yes. would go to the cliffs. For both of us, because we went to high school kind of in yeah, a similar... Yeah, you went to Delaney, I went to Towson, and we've, we've moved past that. We're, we're past that rivalry. It now. was tough to get through. It was but, tough to get yeah. through that. But uh, all the cool kids in high school would go to the cliffs, and, and there was like a rope swing, and like you could jump off and drink and like do right. cool high school right. kid shit. Sure, sure. That, that we free and yeah. alive. You get know, the cops called on you. Yeah, They'd send you, you know, a helicopter. You scamps. You yeah. Know, and, you're, uh, only, you're only a kid once, you We... Know? I was never invited to any of that Me cool neither. high school kid shit, so I just decided to convince myself that it didn't exist. Okay. That it was a, a Baltimore urban legend. Well, you know, for me, I, well, I wasn't invited either, but I wasn't invited to anything, so it wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't the issue for me. It was. You thought parties were an urban legend. It was, yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, you guys hang out with each other outside of school? Mm, okay. Put that in the... 
gonna write a skeptic column on that. But yes, that was uh, but, that was the yeah, first. Yeah, but yeah, me had. too. Like I just never, I just heard about it for years and years, mm-hmm. and and just it just never seemed to actually exist. Mm-hmm. But I'll have you know that recently I did find it. Okay, I stumbled across the cliffs. I felt like the Christopher Columbus of Baltimore, right? right. Where I sailed Lock Raven, <laughs> found it, stole it. And then years from now, they will talk about me and say sure. I was a terrible guy. Sure. The guy who found the Lock Raven Cliffs. <laughs> it's a shame. Um, well, okay. So, you know, th- and that's an atypical urban legend. That's not like a... Th- yeah, normally, atypical in that it's not an urban legend. Right. Well, that... <laughs> and, well, yeah, but it was a proposed one, which mm-hmm. is okay. But it's, you know, most urban legends have like a, a guy wearing a, you know... a. A, a, a Buzz Lightyear a, helmet. Yeah, and a yeah. handkerchief yeah. that runs around and chases you and pushes your car off a cliff. And, you know, <laughs> um, yes. but uh, we're going to be discussing that today with a uh, very talented comedian, Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay. Okay. Uh, this woman is from New York City. You ever heard of New York City? I have. I have. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's where she currently resides, although I b- do believe she is originally from the DMV area. Okay. Delmarva. No, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Right. You didn't you didn't go like the motor vehicles route and I applaud you for that. <laughs> I know. I mean it was a bad joke. Either I tried way, to keep you, it re- Yeah. Well, he, I was being serious. I thought DMV stood for Delmarva. Del- until Oh, okay. Until Delaware, you gave Maryland, me that fucking look. Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. No, it's DC, Maryland, Virginia. All right. Now right. I know that. Okay. But so it, is, it, sh- it is it DC. should be the it should be Deck Marva. Deck Deck Marva. D- no, 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 no. DMV, D-Marva. DMV, and Delmarva are two different things. Delmarva is the Delmarva Peninsula where Ocean City is and stuff. DMV is the DC. You know, my grandmother's name was Delmarva. That's nice. That's nah, not true. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, Jimmy, we have the very talented New York City comedian Jess Feeney on the podcast today. Hi, Jess. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you. Was I accurate in my information about you originally being from Virginia, I believe, right? Yes. Yes, you're correct. I grew up in Northern Virginia in a town called Woodbridge, which is about 20 minutes outside of D.C. Wow. Sounds like a lot Nova. was happening at Woodbridge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> the the bridge was the best the thing that was yeah 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 like well what else can we name it after we have a bridge uh, other towns went to steel you guys stuck with wood <laughs> i applaud not you even for like that. yeah not even a nice bridge not even like a like steel bridge stone right. bridge they they were very clear about like what this town was right about. right it's yeah just a sh- shitty old wooden bridge <laughs> you know all those sounded like appropriate town names steel bridge and stone bridge they yeah. sound like appropriate town i would names be down with well. that yeah. yeah i think that when you're when in wood doubt bridge. name it something whatever your bridge is made out of that's your town that's name. where you go yeah that's when you have no other ideas yeah um now just uh before we get into the urban legend stuff will you tell us a little bit about where we can can find your your comedy and, and what you're doing if you got any projects going on if you're uh building a, any bridges or whatever <laughs> um, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Just Feeney, J-U-S-T-F-E-E-N-E-Y. Um, same as on Twitter. Um, I've got some shows coming up. I'm kind of just like just now like swinging back into it. Sure. So um, I don't know. I'll have some stuff over like the next couple of weeks and I'll, I'll definitely put it on social media. All um, right. Yeah, it's all it's all very like up in the air right now, but um, sure, sure, it's literally yeah, I, the air is the issue. Are you? Are mainly, you doing... I'm just I'm just trying to like go outside, <laughs> right, right, regularly. <laughs> well, are are you someone who 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 like me has is kind of like scared of going back? You know, like uh, 
I'm kind of anxious about re-socializing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I've been trying to just, like, go out and force myself to be a person. So, like, I think I'm getting better at the socializing part. And mm. now, now I feel more ready to, like, do that but into a microphone. So Right, right. Um, it's going good, though, man. It's, it's you know, the weather's getting nicer. I mean, not today, but <laughs> in general, it's getting nicer. Sure. It's just I'm, I'm feeling just, like, the build back up um it's it's cool man i'm 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 excited feeling the feeny yeah i like that you're welcome i just gave you your catchphrase (laughs) so the weather sucks in new york right now too at the moment i mean just today because it sucks here today too probably the rest of the week it's like we got we got a few like really nice 75 80 degree days and Mm -hmm. you know of course we had to we had to be punished for that of course (laughs) we all got a little too comfortable yeah god doesn't want us getting too spoiled oh yeah no no new york wants you to suffer absolutely now there and we got a slogan for new york too oh yeah um all right Jess, uh, we're we're going to be discussing urban legends. Why don't we Why don't we go ahead and start with a confession before we get to your to your one? I think this one might be a little bit related to your to your story. This is from uh, Sarah Sherman Soul, former guest from uh, Charlottesville, Virginia. Have a lot of good bridges there, I believe. Gang, gang. Uh, Sarah mentions Goat Man from Northern Virginia. That's a really weird one. My cousins are from there, the Concrete Jungle. Supposedly, he lives under a bridge. Maybe a wood bridge. My cousins told me that, like, if you're a bad teenager doing bad things like drugs or tagging, especially under bridges, Goatman will come and totally kill you. <laughs> totally. Not not just kill you a little bit, but completely kill right, you. Right, right. Yeah. That's bad. That's the bad one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ha- have you heard of Goatman, Jess, growing up? Uh, I, I, well, I, I read the confession and I kind of like did a little bit of research, but. Prior to this point, no, I had not. Really? Well, how about you, Jimmy? You ever heard of the Goat Man? Only um, from previous episodes of this podcast have I heard about the Goat Man. Uh, well, I'm glad you're listening to previous episodes. Of the <laughs> we have one listener. I jump in from time to time. Um, well, you know, I heard about him. I didn't hear about him through the grapevine, but I, I heard about it. I had a book of like urban legends, and a shocking amount of, oh. of these things. Uh, are from our area, are like from this yeah. little bit. And um, mm-hmm. I remember reading like there was a, they said that there's a common spray painting thing. For some reason, spray painting is is integrated into the Goatman legend. Okay. <laughs> and uh, apparently a fun tag that kids would use is Goatman was here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like how recently? Like this is a thing that goes on now still? Or was this like olden times? Well, I mean, not like well, there's there's a lot of room in between now and olden times, Jimmy. Okay. I mean, the, the 80s, just, the 90s. Just post-spray paint. Invention. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, I, I read about that, and it sounded really scary. And supposedly he was uh, – he worked – there's some, like, research facility around there, and supposedly he was, like, a scientist that, uh, you know, got turned into a goat somehow, maybe fly style. I don't know. Okay. Um, I, believe, I believe he was – I could be wrong, and also none of this is probably true. But I think he was like the subject, like he was like like a test subject. Oh, like they created him. Yeah. Okay. Like by accident. Yeah, he was like a like a bane situation where they were trying to make like a you know. Well, what were they trying to human. make? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they fucked it up clearly. But. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, they made a goat man. That's pretty impressive in and of itself. I mean, yeah. I would at least patent that. Man. 
Just be like, just be like, they, no, this is what we meant all along. Yeah. We got ourselves a coat. Human. Weren't you guys trying to cure polio? No. Yeah. <laughs> trying to make a man with rectangular eyes. Yeah, just no matter what subject it is, they just always end up with goat men. You know, it's like they're trying to come up with a cure for cancer. Goat, another goat man. COVID vaccine, yeah. goat man. God damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Um so uh yeah, and I heard that he he attacks your cars with a with an axe in the middle of the night, which I think mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. I see this is one of those things where I think it might intertwine uh yeah. with with your one, which we'll get to in a minute. Yeah. But uh and also I've heard that uh some Northern Virginia residents claim that it was there was a homeless guy that they called the boat man, the goat man in like the sixties. Okay. And he and he was kind of scary. Well, to be fair, I think if you had the head of a goat, then um, securing housing would probably be complicated. Yeah, that is a good point. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's the first thing they tell new new home buyers. I yeah, believe. probably why so many of these guys live under bridges is that they yeah. are not. Um, let's just say they are not conventionally uh, attractive. Can, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Which I think has been part of my issue. <laughs> um, um, I will I will say though, I think so. Like. So this was one of those ones that like popped up in the 70s. And um, there is a reason why so many of these stories include um, cars, okay. particularly te- teens in cars, sure. because around the 50s and 60s, that was kind of the time when teenagers started getting cars, mm-hmm. which meant they could get further away from their parents mm. and be alone together. Interesting. And do God knows what. Go right. Make out so yeah, like, they might practice like s- alternative religions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Like that, you know. Or spray paint or God forbid, have sex with each other. And whoa. so like, uh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, forget I said anything. Mike and I um, already went over the fact we didn't know nothing about that. <laughs> yeah. That's- <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've never had sex. Um, but like you, you do see a lot of these stories pop up around then about like, don't drive anywhere. Right. Secluded. Or, like, right. you know. Because, you know, parents are thinking like, oh, if they go and drive off somewhere, they're immediately going to fuck. So, like, yeah. that's when these stories of like, you know, you're going to get attacked in your car. Yeah. Start cropping up like there is like a like a moral panic behind it. You that's a, I mean? that's a really good point. I honestly had never thought about that before. Like, the, I guess yeah. I guess you're right. Like teenagers, it wasn't normal to drive or, or to have like your own car before the 50s, probably before like the boomer right, generation. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, <laughs> let's see. So this ties into uh, Jess's urban legend. Jimmy is, is one that I find immensely fascinating because it turns out it's kind of true. Okay. And those are always the most interesting. And this one, many people have pointed out, it kind of crosses over with the Goatman legend, and they may have something to do with each other from the same area, Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Bunny Man. Bunny Man. Yeah. I don't okay. know why they wouldn't call him Rabbit Man. You know, like Bunny Man sounds way Rabbit too cute. Rabbit Man sounds just just doesn't roll off the tongue as well. Yeah, I guess Bunny like having a cute thing be yeah. sinister is also kind of scary yeah. too. That can be right? scary. Yeah, it's yes. like the dichotomy of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if it was Cupcake Man, yeah. that sounds terrifying. Baby yeah. Man, Baby Man, the Candy Man, <laughs> the yeah. Candy Man. Oh my God, everybody this... loves candy, right? Or like right. the Boogie Man. Like Boogie. it's always something like. Kind of right. scary, but kind of fun. Yeah, 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 you're right. You're right. Groovy man. Groove man. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, okay, so this bunny man, Jess, uh, t- tell us the, the ver- and you were not aware that this is based on a true thing until I mansplained I mean, yeah, it to you. <laughs> well, no, I, I think I think the sense, the general consensus is that he was 
in some way real. And I think that's probably that's probably true for most urban legends, you know, like the thing about urban legends is that the the rise of urban legends directly connects to like the rise of urban lifestyles. You sure. know what I mean? Because before we had urban legends, we we just called it like folklore. Right, right. So like all of these things kind of have basis in truth to some extent, sure. but it's just like when something is passed down by word of mouth, sure. everybody wants to tell a bigger and better Absolutely. story. Absolutely. A bigger so, like, fish, a game mm-hmm. of tell a bigger telephone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, Jess, you're, you're totally right. But I feel like this bunny man one has a shocking amount of truth to it. Yeah. Virginia's pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I grew up in Harrisonburg, actually. Yeah. Shit gets real. It really does. Um, so the, what was the version you heard growing up, Jess? I had heard that there was a man who escaped from a menstrual, menstrual, mental institution and he wore a bunny suit and he would, again, he would primarily attack teens in cars mm-hmm. with uh, a hatchet. Right, right. Or an axe, right. something of that nature. So yeah. essentially, it's pretty much goat man without the spray paint. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, and like he's he is wearing a costume versus like having actually been transformed. Oh, yeah. So okay. he's not so half nothing money. at all. Right. Another fail. Yeah. Well, they, they, but there are versions of it where he is, I think. Okay. Yeah, and also I also heard that um he w- some people say he wasn't actually wearing a bunny costume, but he was wearing a straight jacket that oh. he had eventually broken loose and he would kind of like wave his arms above his head right, so like right. you know what he ran past it looked kind of like a bunny because he would have like, oh white. interesting i didn't read that one yeah it'd be mm-hmm. you think you'd want to get rid of your straight jacket immediately if you're yeah escaping from it nothing says well, escaped mental institution <laughs> i mean it's written all it's over like all, you buddy that's all he knows <laughs> yeah he that's true that's it. true yeah. he's like sorry i'm not giving this up it's like his blue handkerchief yeah. for me. <laughs> this is my look. Um, okay, now I did a little researching because that—that's my favorite part—is is going into the the backstory of these things. And um, it, it turns out in the early seventies, Jess, there was actually a fella going around in a bunny suit with a hatchet attacking people. Can you imagine such a thing? That wasn't in. That wasn't the guy in Baltimore, was it? I'm sure there's been many equivalents in Baltimore, okay. but when, when was this? There was an urban legend that happened in Baltimore that I believe we discussed on a previous podcast as well, and I figured we'd get to that as well, but I'll, I'll look into that. But, okay, so this, okay. Well, what was what was ours? I, just, I'm going to look it up. Okay. I don't want to derail the bunny man thing. All right, okay. okay. It just reminded me of something. Well, it might have been like a variation of it or something, but, yeah. uh, you know, it's not like that far to Northern Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, kid on the metro, and you come right up mm-hmm. to Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, okay, so the the story with this guy Jimmy was he uh, the the uh, a couple. It was your classic couple in the car doing whatever. Um, but uh, I think they were uh, older though. I think they were like in their twenties. So I think it was like uh, for some reason they were just you know you know mm-hmm. I don't know maybe they still lived at home something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, they yeah. had a rat problem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they they went out to like go make out somewhere to and make out. I think point. one of them was actually in the military. Well, that makes sense. And um, the, uh, and as they were uh, you know doing what they do, mm-hmm. no judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, a man approaches their car and starts screaming at them. Mm. He then takes a hatchet and smashes it through their car, through the window. 
So they, they now have this hatchet in their car. So at least they got a free hatchet. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the, the one of them said she thought he had bunny ears on. The other one said he thought it was like a Ku Klux Klan kind of thing. Oh, see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it could have just been like a weird white outfit. Right. Or, right. I mean, knowing knowing Virginia, it's it, it was probably the KKK. <laughs> I mean... That's the, that seems plausible. What's really the difference? They also between- don't tend to be very friendly. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, it was before Charlottesville. By yeah. Way. Okay. Yeah. Um, they, uh, but really, what's the difference between a Klansman outfit and a bunny outfit besides one extra point? That's true. That you is an I mean? excellent point. Really, you just got like a, a, a unibunny going on. Yeah. With, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that is an excellent point. So that happened. And mm-hmm. then a few days or weeks later, at some point, the a, a police officer uh, got a heard a disturbance, heard about a disturbance in an area, went to go check it out, and there was a man in a bunny suit uh, hacking away at a house that was under construction. That's good of him, I guess. Right? <laughs> Why is that good of him? I don't know. Like, what kind of hacking was he He's doing? He's helping. What? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I don't. I don't think he was. Well, what? I don't think you build with an axe, Jimmy. The foreman. I mean, look, if he was cutting down a tree code? to make wood. <laughs> uh. So yeah, he was like cutting out a faulty wiring. Yeah. Or something. So he had to get another hatchet. I guess he had to get another. I hatchet. guess yeah, so. See, that's what. That's what I want to know. See, okay, like, sir, you have purchased yes, seventy-five hatchets. Right, you go month. to the hatchet guy. You got to yeah, hold I, on I, to him. <laughs> I do think that this was based in fact, but also like, you know, you get you got to be careful when you're saying like, oh, like multiple people saw this, so like it definitely happened because like there are towns, you know, in the Midwest where. 30 different true. people have seen a ufo true. you know what i mean like, very true very yeah, true pro- probably they saw something but like how much of this right was but, something that they saw and how much of this was just them being terrified true. and being like yeah right. and, and he also had like bunny ears and like there was a hatchet you know what i yeah, mean yeah very true like if he threw the hatchet through the car they now have the hatchet but then like later on he's he has the hatchet again so it's like well but the, ha- the hatchet eh. in question isn't necessarily an identical hatchet that's true. He could have been just stockpiling hatchets, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let me let me finish what he what, this story though. He he then uh, the cop confronted him, and and he uh, he like threatened the cop with the hatchet and ran towards Shit. him, ranting about like property rights. Okay, mm-hmm. this guy yeah. had some sort of uh, you know a vendetta against them building in the area, and he went mm-hmm. off on on like uh, it's not cool that you guys are building here. Why? I I guess he wanted his. You know, it's. I mean, they're. You know, they're building student housing behind my dad's house. It's really. You know, uh, he yeah. moved there for the solid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do we know where the bridge comes in? Because I'm not even sure how that connects. I don't think it. I think there's just a creepy ass bridge, and that somehow made its way into the lore. Yeah, it is extremely creepy. You've been, been to the bridge. Yeah, I went to a I forget what what it was. It was some family gathering, like a baby shower or something, and it was at like a nice little place out there. And my sister and I wandered off at some point. This is back when like kids could just fuck off and like sure. play outside. And we were just like kind of like fucking around. It was like like a wooded area. And we go to this bridge and there was like a sign there. We we're just like, oh, look at this creepy bridge. And then we like look at the sign. It's like the Bunny Man Bridge. And like we already knew what it was. We just didn't know that's what we were looking at. Interesting. And we were just like Oh shit. So you stumbled upon the the Money Man Bridge, but you had previously crazy? heard of it. 
Mm-hmm. And they have a sign that says Bunny Man Bridge. I don't know. Again, that would be I was cool. Probably, I was probably like six, but there was like some kind of information there, like indicating like, yeah, that, this is what this is. That's the bridge they should have named your town after. Uh, Bunny Man Bridge. Sounds like a Beatles <laughs> song or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So you, you, uh, you stumbled across the bridge. Did you immediately run or did you check it out? Yeah, we checked it out. I mean, like Virginia again. Virginia is a very haunted place. Absolutely. Like there are a, there are a lot. There's a lot of shit like this around, Tons. and like this is like before the internet and like before cell phones. So like we just all just kind of fucked around outside and awesome. like you know yeah, just yeah. looked for weird, cool shit. So yeah, yeah. That's, it was scary, that, but like it was fun. That was what was cool about growing up in Harrisonburg. Was like it was a big enough town that there was like a you know mall and movie theater and a college and all sorts of. All the things you really need, but you could also just like disappear into the wilderness at any given time. Yeah, yeah. Um, the tree people. <laughs> the tree people. We're tree people. Virginians oh, okay. are tree people. Okay, I yeah. think you just started. A, I thought you started a new urban legend about tree people. <laughs> no. The tree. The man. urban legend is people from Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> yeah, no, it was great. Like Virginia. being able to really yeah, yeah, climb trees and go. And I remember there's this creepy ass barn that we explored near my oh, place. Yeah. Um, yeah. The like the the ground like caved in when we walked in it like the nice. floor did. um and then i think we found uh, some dirty magazines in there which was uh, that was also a common trope of country living there was uh for some reason men yeah. just loved putting boxes of of dirty magazines out in the middle of nowhere yeah dude i found some i was down in the city when i was like eight years old like i think in the harbor doing something and i went behind these bushes and there was just a bunch of fucking magazines like yeah, yeah, that's like, how we did it back then. Hoarding them away like that? I, I, I don't, I don't know. know. To this day, I do not have an explanation for why that repeatedly well, it's, occurred. You know, it's again, it's like it's pre-internet. Sure, it's kind of a fucking boring area. Right, right. Where like any little bit of like titillation, whether it's like a haunted barn or like a Playboy, was like very appealing. Absolutely. So, like, any 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 little bit of that that you could get, you would kind of like hoard away. Right, right. <laughs> Um, now, uh, okay, so the Bunny Man, what, uh, what became of, uh, did, did you ever, like, have any of your own stories with it, or? Well, like, like any, did I, did I meet him? Well, did you see anything creepy at the bridge, or did any of your friends claim that they, they encountered the Bunny Man, or? No, I think, I think by the time I was growing up, it was kind of, uh, it was, like, more of like a historical thing. Right. And and you know that's that's probably more evidence that like this was a real thing. Like it wasn't just like a oh don't go out there he'll get you. It's like yeah. this happened once. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. But as you mentioned there are a lot of urban legends from around Virginia and and the whole Maryland Baltimore area that are like mm -hmm. that are like national legends. Like people talk about the bunny man mm -hmm. in, in other places in the country. We got Black Aggie here. We have... Mm -hmm. uh, reading about that right now. Are you? Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's just like up the road. Um, Goat Man, we have... The Mothman. Mothman, yes. Mothman, Bunny Man, uh, the Exorcist Boy, who apparently they recently found out the identity of for the first time. And he... Uh, I don't know about this one. Well, uh, the, the movie The Exorcist and the book The Exorcist yeah. were based yeah. on a true thing. Yeah. Somewhat true. Involving a young yeah. man who, um, who, who, who just kind of became possessed, or you know, or at least acted like he was, 
And sure. uh, you know, there's a Ouija board involved and a weird ant. Yep. And um, it's it's strange because it's like he he never gave any interviews. He never did anything. Um, and the the town itself, I talked to someone whose grandmother was from there. It's Cottage City, Maryland. Apparently, it's it's been like completely like reverse gentrified. Like all the white people, there's like a white flight, and now it's mostly a Hispanic community. Mm-hmm. So like none of the mm-hmm. old people are there to talk about it. But my friend mm-hmm. was saying how her grandmother said it was kind of like a neighborhood wide hysteria going on where people were scared of demons mm-hmm. and stuff. Weird. Yeah, and that's and they well, ended up. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sis. Well, I was just going to say, like, you again, like in all of these stories, you can find common threads and you can even pinpoint like historically what was going on. So like in the case of exorcisms, this was when and this is another big reason why um, mental institutions tie into this, because mental institutions around the 60s kind of stopped being a thing. Right. Like, you know, we used to literally call them insane asylums. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they started losing funding around like World War Two. They started kind of dying out. So there was this kind of feeling of like, oh, fuck, like now all the crazies are going to get out. And also we we started kind of being more awakened to like mental illnesses Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. didn't know what to do about it. You know, so like with exorcisms, like you might have had someone who just had a severe mental illness, but it's we're not progressive enough to like really want to deal with them. We still have this very like hysterical panicked feeling about people with mental illness. And we're also like a very like religious country. So that was just kind of like people's way of being like, Oh, well it's must be a demon. Mm -hmm. You know, they Mm -hmm. were just looking for any little, like any, any little solution that was like simple and also like God based. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You have some really good insights into these, Jess. I can tell you've, uh, I, I told you I, I'm very into American history. My 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 knowledge doesn't really extend farther than the American shores, but uh, but I'm I, I think I have a pretty good handle on uh, what's been going on over here. Awesome. What's <laughs> what's your favorite historical uh, event to discuss? I mean, I really just I'm really into like Harriet Tubman as a figure. I think she's probably like the most badass American to ever have lived, and like people don't really realize a lot of things about her, like. Obviously, the Underground Railroad, um, which is also like kind of shrouded in misconception. Absolutely. Like a lot, like a lot of people think that it was like literally really nice, an like, underground railroad. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes, yes. A lot of people do think like that. Yeah, they I, were, I have like, a joke about that where I, you know, yeah. I, and I and, and within it, I acknowledge that I'm like some of you actually think that, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they think that it was just like all these like really nice white people that were like, oh, come with us, we'll save you, but like. In reality, there were some white people, but the vast majority of the Underground Railroad was like freed black people, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like they were they were doing it by themselves. Yep. And like uh, sh- she just had an amazing life. And also just like turn of the century medicine is really fascinating to me. Just like, yeah, like early surgery and like um, early early medicines and like, you know, all that like snake oil shit, um, I think is really cool. Like everybody had syphilis. Like literally everybody had syphilis. <laughs> really? It's, incre- it's incredible. It's incredible to think about. And they had no medicine. So wow, like, syphilis yeah. drives you insane eventually, right? Like if it's not treated. Uh, it can. Yeah, like I meaty. think there's like there's two kinds that you can get. The one is like, um, and like I, I believe it can resolve, like self resolve. It doesn't usually, but it can. Mm-hmm. Like the first kind is like you get like a sore, 
and like it's not even it doesn't even necessarily bother you so like a lot of people would miss it it's not like i don't know other diseases where you're like this itches or this burns it's mm-hmm, just like mm-hmm. you would get like a little like a little thing and a lot of people didn't notice it mm-hmm. and so they didn't treat it and then it would progress um and then the second kind is when like you know your body starts to de- deteriorate your brain starts to deteriorate yeah um and for the most part they would just use mercury to treat it Oh, that's good for you, right? That's... Which, which, it, which it did work. Like the sores would go away, you would like kind of resolve, but then the mercury would kill you. Yeah, so... it would. Well, that would make you insane too, right? Like that's isn't that where the term Mad Hatter came from? Like they used mercury in, in hat making. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, I believe it is. But but there, but there is a there is a there is a. a... <laughs> A huge history of hats in the U.S. as well. Like, <laughs> hats, hats were a really fucking big thing until like the twenties. Like if you went outside without a hat on, people were just like, "This guy's fucking nuts." Like, yeah. <laughs> there was like urban legends about a hatless guy that runs around. Yeah. <laughs> um, wow, that's really interesting. I'd love to talk to you about that that kind of stuff on a, on a different episode, maybe at some point. Yeah. Um, I oh another uh, anecdote was the uh, the guy who shot John Wilkes Booth was um apparently a mad hatter a literal mad hatter i'm when i think of mad hatter i'm assuming this is a guy that makes hats and yeah probably has syphilis uh i think he did have syphilis as well um he actually castrated himself as uh punishment yeah yeah for as punishment for sleeping with a prostitute when he was younger i don't know if he got syphilis from her but uh oh, shit. and yeah and do, you know also, the, do you do you know uh do you know what the march hare is about the what the march hare no so it's much more fun but uh rabbits mate in march that is fun like they mate they mate in the spring so like the march hare is like you know apparently around march rabbits start acting really crazy okay because they want because they want to fuck sure <laughs> and they're just like they're like they're running around like just trying to like look for anything to fuck so like yeah. a march hare is like a like a really rapey rabbit <laughs> oh my god a willy wapey rabbit <laughs> a willy wapey rabbit yeah <laughs> oh my goodness wow that's terrifying <laughs> um all right let's read uh, another one here guys this one is from uh our friend uh steve von meter from Tucson, Arizona. La Llorona. All throughout the Southwest, there's different variations. The weeping woman who drowned her children and is condemned to walk the earth until she finds them. She'll take other children if they cross her path. The version I usually heard was the one about a beautiful girl, almost always named Maria, in a small village who marries a handsome man and has children with him. Let's see why their looks are so important with this. Then the man leaves and finds another woman. Upon being confronted by his wife, the man denies her and her children or pays attention to just the children. The wife flees and in, f- flies into a rage despite her husband drowns her children in the river and lets them float away. When she mm-hmm. regains her sanity, she's disgusted by what she's done and tries to find the bodies of the children but never can. She ends up flinging herself into the river and drowns. When she gets to heaven, she's denied access by St. Peter until she can recover her lost children and is condemned to search the riverbeds until she can find them. That sounds like a f- fair deal. I mean, let's give you a yeah. second chance. She yeah. constantly cries mm-hmm. and mourns for her children. Amihios. Amihios. And also, I think, how many, let me see the word Lorona. Uh, 
Yorona. Yeah, I think it's Llorona. Where? Oh uh, yeah, I think it's supposed yeah. to be pronounced La Yorona. Yorona. Do Do you also say the uh, Corona? Corona. Well, I, I think I think you just pronounce the double L as a yeah, because llorar means to cry in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it literally means like the crying lady. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> oh, excuse me. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's it's bad if I'm getting schooled on uh, culture by Jimmy. <laughs> the story was mostly told by Mexi- Mexican parents to keep their children indoors and away from running water so they didn't drown and stayed safe during the hot day. Basically a boogeyman story to make them behave. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what I don't understand is how people are drowning in rivers. Like when someone like commits suicide by drowning in a river, how do you do that? Oh, I guess you got to hold yourself under or like tie your feet to the cinder blocks or Dude, you never been to the Rappahannock? Uh, no, I don't Sounds think so. Sounds like a crazy place. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's well, first of all, yes. And second of all, yeah, you could totally drown in a river. Cuz think about it, a river's not just like a stream the whole way. Like you got sure. rapids in a river, you have rocks. Um, yeah, I I knew like friends of friends who had like like two different people who drowned in that river. Yeah, I have. And yeah, there it's was rocky, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, I think does the Rappahammock go through uh, Fre- Frederick? Frederick? What's the Virginia one? Frederick? Fredericksburg. Or... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. I was at a rehab there a thousand years ago, and uh, it was right on the river, and like several people drowned that summer, and we weren't allowed yeah, to go right. in it. You're right. Yeah, rivers can be fucked up. Yeah, but it's just—it seems like a hard way to kill yourself to like jump into a river. You know, like it just there's way too many possibilities of not drowning unless. Yeah, there's definitely easier ways to do it. Uh, Well, she killed them though, right? Yeah, but then she killed herself. Oh, she killed herself. Oh well, you know. Yeah. (laughs) I guess that's the decent thing to do. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, at that point, it is kind of like you know. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Um, (laughs) Jeez. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that is a spooky. Just just the words La Llorona, like that's that's La Llorona. That's so spooky. But um, like oddly, like beautiful in a way. Like yeah, oddly yeah. Ro- Her story is like oddly romantic. In absolutely, a way. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot of a lot of weeping mourning mothers in in the world of of yeah. spooky folklore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think yeah. Again, like to provide some historical context, like. Around this time, you know, um, teenagers going out and fucking wasn't as big of a fear. Um, I think as much there's as a rivers. lot of like <laughs> there's a lot of like older folklore that centers around yeah. like fe- female figures. It like, was a you simpler get, time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, right. Well, I mean, like, think you have like, you know, witches, w- which was a huge panic in both Europe and America. Um, vampires. Mm actually originated from families that would get tuberculosis and they would basically blame like the younger women like if a like if a hot girl died of tuberculosis and then the rest of her family died of tuberculosis they were like oh it's her fault like right and they started calling they started calling these dead girls vampires she was trying to read like, or something <laughs> yeah they said like she was like sucking the life out of the rest of her family so like and even in like contemporary horror, you'll notice that a lot of the um, like a lot of the monster figures are either like little girls mm-hmm. or old, old women, mm-hmm. which is also how the witch panic got started was, was because of old women um, or like failed mothers. Like essentially people were very afraid of the idea of like an unattainable woman or like a right. woman that like wasn't a suitable partner right. or like right. didn't didn't fit the archetype or maybe like, was just gay. <laughs> Yeah, 
or was gay. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. That, I mean, that was that was a big thing of like witches in America as well. If you exhibited any kind of like lesbian behavior, they were like, right. You're a witch. Get you out of here. Which, um, yeah, that's insane. What do you what do you think that that stems for? Is that just like the there seems to be like this this common resentment towards towards women and like ancient culture i mean you know i'm sure it's still there but like the you know like eve and the apple like i i feel like part of that's actually kind of like uh resentment from men like having to not be hunter gatherers anymore you know and having to become mm. like farmers and, and live a more peaceful kind of life yeah and don't get to do mm. the fun you know what i mean i do say that that adam and, and eve story kind of began because that was when we really started to like written history and the dawn of civilization kind of began yeah when we learn to cultivate. Right. Yeah, and it's all about farming. It's yeah. all about switching, which I think, like, emasculated a lot of men. Yeah. Like, they're like... Mm. Uh, like, took away what we're supposed to be doing, dude. Right, right. Not and supposed then, to be and sitting then, in But garage. then we figured out war, and it was good. Yeah. After that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, right, there we go. Yeah, we that's interesting. It. We found a healthy way to deal with our... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hunting, hunting other men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And gathering. And gathering. Right. <laughs> and it's you know it just seems like that that became like kind of a more and and this is definitely a good thing like a more feminized culture after a while because it's mm-hmm. like you know it's probably the women that are like hey maybe we should like trade with our neighbors instead of murdering the shit out of them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean we're like fucking cucks <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people yeah. think uh, women invented farming too really. Yeah, well, they were the they, they were the they were the gatherers. You know, they were the ones dealing with the the seeds and the berries mm-hmm. and whatnot. Okay, and yeah. maybe they were totally like, hey, you know that thing that happens when we have babies? Maybe seeds could do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I also read that um, La Llorona is often conflated with uh, someone named La Malinche, which is, I guess, she was Cortez's like indigenous guide when he was like kind of conquering South America. So like she was his interpreter and ended up having a kid with him. That's I'm not sure how you interpret. Ha- having a kid with him <laughs> right, is a right. much more like gentle. I'm sure it was a very consensual happened. decision that they both happened. made yeah. with so each other yes. that they're yes. gonna have a child. How do you feel about yeah. this? Pick out names. So, <laughs> so like people people regard her as kind of a traitor because she was indigenous and she like you know, procreated with the Spaniards, but she is also regarded as like the mother of um, Mexico. Hmm. Like her, her son was like the first Mexican. So yeah, there is like, there is like a weird dichotomy in all of these female figures. Like, you know, she, she murders her children, but also she's like crying. Yeah. So it's like, right. you right. want to, you want to feel bad for them, but oh, you just can't because we're right. ladies, you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> But I like that. I like how they're like, it's not just like a like a big goat man. You know, I feel like our our folklore figures tend to be a little bit more uh, nuanced. Right. Which I enjoy. Yeah. yeah. God, you got a lot yeah. of good insights into these things, Jess. Oh, thank For you. real. Like, I never would have thought like, of a lot truly, of this stuff. I, <laughs> I thought I had, like, actually really delved into the world of urban legends and the psychology behind it. But you're... Uh, <laughs> You're schooling me. Yeah. You're schooling oh. me like Jimmy on the Hispanic accent. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we all have our things. <laughs> so w- while we're on the on the subject, which is, uh, of course, are, are kind of mm. the very much a, a, a stereotypical urban legend figure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and they are scary. Um, mm-hmm. They, you know, like there is something about, I don't know, just somebody, somebody like, possessing you or like having power over you you know do you want to do you want me to tell you 
how all of that started? Nah, let's move on. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Of course I do. I can I can give you the finer points. So like, witch lore started in England. Um, or I want to say like 1500s, and it was because at the time they actually had a really progressive welfare system. So like, when you got old and infirm, it was up to like the other people in the village to support you. Mm-hmm. So you would have these like old people, generally older women, women tend to live longer, who like didn't really do anything. And the whole village was obligated to support them. And a lot of times they were unpleasant. So people were like, what do we do about these fucking old hags so we don't have to give them money anymore? So that's when they started to say like, oh, well, she was like worshiping the devil. We got to get her out of here. Um, so that was how it started in Europe. And then in America, there was this like weird phenomenon where something called ergot, which is like oh. something that occurs nat- uh, naturally, but has very like psychoactive effects right, in, in somehow. the bread, like in it got into like their hay supply Whoa. and eventually like into their bread, into their milk. Um, so like, you know, women would be like giving their daughters bread or like milk to drink. Mm -hmm. And then the daughters would, would trip basically. And then the, the little girls Mm -hmm. would go to like the authorities and be like, mommy made me drink this black stuff. And now I, you know, hear devil voices in my, you know what I mean? And also at the time, obviously they were, they were very, um, they were very keen on any opportunity to like persecute women. They of didn't course, like. of course. So, Do you think? Yeah. And I'm not at all trying to victim blame here. It's totally justified. Do you think like the mm. the, the rebellion against oppression by women uh, might have played a factor into it? You know, like. I mean, maybe, but you're talking about like very puritanical mm-hmm. society that this happened in. Yeah. So, like, yeah, there there were a few that stood out, but I don't really think that there was. There wasn't, there weren't a whole lot of like Hester Prins at the time. Right, it, was, were, it was very, it was very yeah. rare that you would have a figure like that. Yeah, there were no out. brawl there, burnings going on in the yeah, Puritanical. Yeah, but, but there really, I don't know that there really was a meaningful like mm-hmm. women's lib movement at that time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong. Well, no, I think you're totally right. But I, it, to me, it just seems like the. It, like an unofficial kind of um, uh, uh, revolt would kind of come out sometimes. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, and I think, yeah, and I think they might have sensed that it was coming, mm-hmm. even if it even if it wasn't happening in any significant way. Yeah, I think that they might have sensed that, like, you know, religion was to a certain extent becoming less and less of a part of their lives, and I think that like women were maybe a little bit starting to be like, "Hey, can you not?" hit me all the time, you know, <laughs> which, um, yeah, exactly. So they might've, they might've sensed that it was coming. Okay. And this um, was just like, right. Another one of those moral panics. Sure. Sure. Uh, did you see the film, the witch Jess? I did. I you did. Like it? I loved it. I love yeah, it. Too. I did. Super creepy. I think it's one of my favorite horror movies ever. Yeah. And that's just a really, uh, it's just a really spooky time in history. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Very spooky. That totally felt Not like a lot a, of technology. Right. Right. Yeah, the technology they had sucked. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> Mules. <laughs> yeah. An iPhone back then was... Yeah. <laughs> it sounds to me like that Aragot stuff would have made things a lot more interesting, yeah. to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah, I love The Witch. Um, 
What else did I want to add? Any uh, any other stories of, of witches or any insights you you might have on those ones? Well, can you talk about Black Aggie? Because I, I well, Black Aggie, believe it or not, is not a witch per se. Sounds like one, but it's an urban legend. It's an urban legend. Do you know about Black Aggie, Jess? I don't. It's a Baltimore urban legend that's technically just outside of Baltimore in Reisterstown. And it involved no, not Reisterstown, Pikesville. Pikesville, Pikesville yeah. It involves a very scary statue that uh, was in the cemetery. Um, it was this, this, uh, this statue named Grief. Um, or, or no, okay. It was, a, it was originally a statue named Grief. And then when this Civil War general died, whose name was like Agnes something, Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a dude too. Everybody thought it was a woman. They made a copy of Grief, an unlicensed uh, copy of it, and uh, put it on his grave. And I think they got sued or something later. But it's just super, super creepy. Just like a you know, just a mourning woman in a in a you know, I don't know, a robe with a hood and just just like her hands are all spooky and and um, so it just became a thing for like college students to like sneak into the graveyard and and uh, like you know put like makeup on her eyes and stuff and try mm-hmm. to you know try to scare each other with it and there's all these stories that if you like if you lay in her arms then you'll be dead in the morning dead you know? in two weeks or something right yeah which you know back then people died all the time yeah. so they're probably yeah um, it's like i'm just <laughs> another thing too was like they're they're like the grass never grows in front of her grave and uh but then they realized it's just the statue was so big that the sun the shadow like, well, i mean but it's still true Right. Yeah, it, it is, is true. Still wow. true. Yeah. And it, oh, it, boy. and no one took the time to go behind the grave and see that it, it was clearly a male. Like it was uh there's all these stories that she was like a nun who got raped and murdered and all this stuff. And weirdly huh. the weirdest thing about it too is like no one's even sure like there's a second statue that people in the graveyard that people think is black hacky as well. Like there's some confusion over which statue it is. Hmm. If you look at the weird Maryland book, you know those ones. Yeah, uh, the, the, they actually have the alternate statue on the cover of it, and uh, that's that one's still there. They took down the black Aggie because it got too many, too much, uh, you know, people sneaking in and whatnot. That's, and they, that's annoying. They should leave that up. I know, I know. Parts of it are still there though. It's like a big grave, and it I still think has just like a, ruin fun. Dude. I know, like, I know. Why? Well, so they 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 donated it to the Smithsonian, and it disappeared for like decades. No one knew where it was, and then it turned up recently in the um uh, that little what is it the Monroe House, like right down the street from uh, the White House. Yeah, there's a, there's a courtyard in the middle of it, and she's in there. Okay, and I actually got to check her out through the through the fence. So DC got it. Yeah, DC has her. Uh, so have DMV. we? Have we basically just agreed at this point that she is a woman and not the person that was buried there? Well, I don't know. I mean, wait, where does the line between uh, reality? You know, I mean, as far as like the Black yeah. Aggie legend, and no one no one associates. Uh, her with with the, the the civil war guy that's buried there, as far as I know. Interesting. And there is so also. Who do they say? Who do they say she is? They say she was some lady who got like murdered or raped or or something, or oh. or a nun that committed suicide. Always something oh, within right. the world of like you know, religion. Yeah, the creepier the better. Mm-hmm, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And but the weird thing is there was a guy who claimed. I've I've always read that there was a guy who uh, there was like a, a worker at the uh, freaking um, cemetery who attempted to cut her arm off with a saw, and she, and he claimed that she told him to do that and handed him the saw. 
Oh. But I noticed that the uh, the the statue doesn't really have the type of arms you can saw off. Like the you know, it's just kind of like hands coming out of a, a big baggy mm-hmm. kind of. And uh, but I checked and out that's the other what statue you into the fact that she didn't. <laughs> no, no. I I checked out the other statue that people confuse her with, and there and I found saw marks on her arms. So really? Uh... Yeah, I think that's what happened. Wow. And apparently that was my discovery. No one else seems to uh, to have known that. That's awesome. Just like how I figured out that why people thought Biodome was supposed to be Bill and Ted three. <laughs> you think Jess has brilliant insights <laughs> into Bill and Ted? I mean, <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> you know, I explained it to Alex Winter, and he was really surprised. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see. All right. So we they have. They were really into history too. Yeah, they really were. Yeah. Another Literally th- here's it. another thing that I think that I discovered too, but mm-hmm. nobody else seems to acknowledge it. Do you you remember Bill and Ted 2, the the bogus journey? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. I, sw- I swear there is a a line in there where they're they're throwing shade at Wayne's World for copying them. Mm. But no one else has acknowledged this. What was the line? It, it, it's something to the effect of remember how there's like duplicates of them? Yes. Yeah. They say something about like, uh, are, are these guys? Are, could there be better versions of us or something like that? And then they, oh. they look at each other and they're like, not. And that's a Wayne's World thing. That's the only time they say that. Oh. oh. Very big if true. Yeah. I tried to talk to Alex Winter about that too. He didn't get back to me. That kind of like really <laughs> like whoa, dude. That was like really popular in the early nineties for like comedies and stuff. I agree. Like the Spicoli kind of character. Yeah. But I do really kind of think Wayne's World was a little too close to the I mean, you know, it came out like right after. It's you know Yeah. And Wayne's World started as a Saturday Night Live skit, correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they were probably riffing on that in the Saturday Night Live skit, which I'm imagining they started to... They made that skit after Bill and Ted's Most Excellent Adventure, probably. They did. They did make it after. So then, yeah. Right. Yeah. I would say I think that's a fair statement. What do you think, Jess? Which one is more um, most excellent? It sounds like Wayne's World (laughs) is the urban legend and Bill and Ted is... uh, Right, right. the Genesis. Yeah. Bill the and Ted were it. the guy with the bunny ears and the hatchet. Bill yeah. and Ted are the real black Aggie. Or the goat man. <laughs> and the other one is a vampire. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, let's read this one from uh, Danielle Ruiz. Daniel Ruiz. Is that how, how you spell s- it? You tell me. This guy's from Mexico City. Well, how do you spell it? Our, uh, Daniel. <laughs> like Daniel. No, the last is name, dude. Danielle in, in <laughs> Hispanic speech. R-U-I-Z. Ruiz. Ruiz. Okay. Dania Ruiz. Uh, ed- edit the last uh, 30 seconds. Yeah. Uh, he uh, brings up the Man of the Sack. It's an ancient folktale. It came from Spain, I believe, and it became one of the common boogeymen in Mexico and other countries in Latin America. It basically, as if told to me by my mom and aunts, was a dirty old man dressed like a hobo, ugly. <laughs> Just dressed like a hobo. <laughs> Uh, he was actually quite well off. Right, yeah, he was wealthy, but he like, you know, yeah. he's kind of punk. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. He's a hobo, he's ugly, has a shifty look. He carries a cloth sack, saco, or in Mexican Spanish, coastal, and he uses it to snatch distracted children and take them away from his from home. Hmm. He is fast, so he grabs you. Uh you he are fast. if he grabs you, you are done for. Oh. Uh, there's a similar monster in the video game Bloodborne. Not familiar. Ooh. Yeah, you know that one? 
Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to it in a second. Um, <laughs> the legend is it's very ancient, I believe. It has lasted through the centuries back in the 80s and 90s. My parents uh, combined him with the concept of organ stealing, giving him a reason for kidnapping children in the first place mm. to sell their organs. It terrified me to no end when I was like five or six years old. Funny enough, mm. when you get older and have a unconventional beauty like I do, or even some stern look, passing mothers with crying or misbehaving children would utter, you better behave, or that man, finger (laughs) discreetly pointed at me, or another rough-looking person, it's going to take you away. Sometimes I even play along and put on an ugly face. How (laughs) often is that happening, Daniel? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's sad. Man, That's I want to do something for Daniel's self-esteem. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. I guess he just, he's like a reverse Santa Claus. He runs around with a sack yeah. and instead of giving children presents, he puts children in the sack. Right. Takes them to the North Pole and leaves and then, them there to freeze to And death. then do- donates their organs. <laughs> to kids who <laughs> need organs. To kids who need organs. drops off organs at he the He takes organs from hospital. the rich and, yeah. Right. He takes organs. Yeah. yeah. They didn't, they didn't. You don't need both those kidneys. what's the... What's he doing with the organs? He's just just taking organs. He's really making money. He just, He's making money. Well, well, that's well, that's the thing. He was saying it was combined with the the organ stealing urban legends. Which uh, are you familiar with those at all, Jess? No. There's there's urban legends of uh, people stealing organs to sell. Oh, for body profit, organs that because is. you know people right. need organs. Not going around stealing. Right, right. right. They're not yeah. stealing uh, keyboards and much, pianos and whatnot. Much less creepy. Guys, <laughs> stole my Yamaha. Yeah, but. Uh, but there's always like legends about there. A, a popular one is like a woman seduce again with the evil women. A woman seduces a man <sighs> and like I think drugs him like, at Cardi his hotel B? room, and the, yeah, Cardi B style. Yeah. And then he wakes up uh, in a in a bathtub full of ice, mm-hmm. and there's a writing on the wall that says "Call nine one one. I stole your kidney." Whoa. Dude, I'm sure this happened. I mean, maybe not just like that, but I'm sure at some point at least someone has done this. Yeah. It's got to be because I'm because because organs must well, be super. Expensive. They are. Like, but I don't know if you can just like perform a crude surgery in a bathtub for him. I, you know, you might be able to like, I mean, I, based on what I know about turn of the century medicine, it is entirely possible with the right drugs. It is really entirely possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I mean, Whoa. if you know what you're doing, I mean, all the doctor's going to do is the same thing, just on a gurney instead of a t- bathtub. You well, know? he also had yeah. like eight years of medical school. As <laughs> fuck, dude. It's true. Read a book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I do book. think like there's probably nothing you can't just learn off the internet. I these guarantee days. you, there is a I tutorial honestly, for kidney I surgery. I honestly on YouTube. think about that. Like, if I if I need some major surgery or something, I'm not going to be able to afford it. Yeah. Could I just like look it up on the internet and have somebody like pay some like Hopkins student to do I it? I think so. I honestly think that could be an option. Why not, dude? You got to go underground with these things. Yeah, they used know? to, it's... they gate kept the education for so long, the information for so long, dude. You couldn't, but I guarantee you go on there, how to remove a kidney. Yeah. There is a video and yeah. it's probably accurate. Right, and... right. They help me with my car all the time. Yeah. I yeah. could have never done that stuff without YouTube. Exactly. Yeah, and the more that I'm thinking about it, like if it happened, it's probably just somebody drugged a guy 
and took his organs. Like it would be very it's it's hard to imagine them like right, yeah. stitching yeah. them up afterwards <laughs> right. and being like, okay, this is a very <laughs> thoughtful sociopath. And then writing a note, writing a note. Hey, buddy, uh, you're not going to like yeah, this. That's the things with 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 people that will perform uh, yeah. ho- hotel room surgeries. Yeah. Not usually the most thoughtful. Yeah. So I found yeah. in my experience. Bad news. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, sack man, that sounds terrifying. The fact that he's, mm-hmm. he's like a mortal, he is a mortal and he's just, a, he's just mm-hmm. a guy, a scary looking guy with a sack. Mm-hmm. Th- that's terrifying to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, th- this is, suppo- <laughs> this is supposed to have originated around when, like we're talking like medieval or sacks big. He, <laughs> when was the dawn of the sack? <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, he said it came from Spain originally. He thinks okay, Spain. Spain is old, right? It, it was probably came with that uh, Cortez uh, bride that you were talking yeah, about yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, all, all I can really imagine is that at the time there was probably like rampant poverty, and much as we do today, like people back then would kind of try and like find different ways to like outlaw being poor. To an extent. Right. And especially if you had a disability or if you had a mental illness, you mm-hmm. know, the attitude was not let's help these people. It right. was like, let's shun these people. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Pro- probably the scariest thing you could think of is like a dirty man in dirty clothes who's like not all the way there. Right. Right. That's that's what I would imagine that probably well, came from. Was there a time, Jess, where I mean, you know, in the in the Hansel and Gretel times, people would leave their kids out in the woods sometimes because they couldn't feed them. You know, mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. there a time when people would steal children? Steal children? Yeah, like steal other people's children to either sell them into slavery or make them that their still slave happens. Yeah. or yeah, or sure. eat them sure. even. Yeah, I mean that still goes on today. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure it was more rampant back then. Yeah, yeah. Traffic. Yeah, I mean like even even in America, even like recently, like the legend of the welfare queen was based off of a woman who would literally like steal people's kids and like make new identities for them. And really? Then, um, yeah, and like and and like get mon- like you know money for like being a foster mom. This is based off of a real person. It's not clear how many kids she actually stole. What the fuck? But like that yeah, story is... is way better than the legend it's inspired. Yeah, yeah that's it's awesome. way more interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah, huh? Yeah, and there was yeah, the sure. the baby farmers during the depression. There's a couple people who would uh, they would say like, if you give us a certain amount of money, we'll take your babies to like this nice house, and uh, we'll raise oh, them for you. No. And then they oh that they bury them. Ooh. I was gonna say that sounds like what you tell your kids when their dog dies. <laughs> like, Oh, he went to a farm. <laughs> we're gonna bury you if you don't say. Wait, why? Why were they burying them? Were they trying to grow babies? No, no, they weren't that stupid. What were they trying? They, to do? they were. Uh, they couldn't feed them. They didn't want them. They they would they would yeah. tell the parents, "We're gonna give this kid a good life. You just give us a lump sum because you can't afford to take care of them. You just and give then, us whatever you have. We're gonna take them to this beautiful farm and we'll raise them, and and then they would just bury them instead because they didn't uh, want to pay for the expenses of raising a child. Wow, did, and the parents. You don't think the parents knew? I, I think back then, like people just disappeared. All the I, I think they probably figured they'd see them at some point, you know. Or they, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what they would think. But yeah, the parents didn't know. Uh, I thought That's it was kind of like grisly. one of those unspoken things. Like yeah, maybe, thought, maybe it was. I don't we'll know. We'll take care of your son. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was. I don't know. 
But you know, that's fucked baby up. Baby farmers yeah. talk about I depressing. Not, I did yeah, not. you, you notice yeah, in, in the I, song, uh, the song um, "Going Hungry," hunger strike. The mm. farm and babies, the slaves are uh, working. Oh, That's no. what they're referring to. Wow. When yeah. I hear baby farmer, I'm thinking of like a tiny little toddler on a tiny I tractor. Know. And I like know. A, it could it's not like a little be. Sun hat. Yeah, it's the total opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it's the opposite of that. God, <laughs> oh, my God. It. Yeah, yeah. That's horrible. <sighs> All right, guys. Is there any uh, anything else we want to discuss, Jess? Any, any? You have one, Jimmy? Did you grow up with an urban legend? I right? thought that. Uh, Besides the cliffs, I looked up. Yeah, I looked up Black Aggie, and that's when I realized that that was the true most famous Baltimore urban legend, I believe. Um, and I was thinking of that serial killer that's from Baltimore. That was like, wasn't it like ice cream truck guy? Well, there's a guy who supposedly cooked people and put them in his barbecue. I think yes. Which I don't. Oh. Which either that story has to be exaggerated, or it, it's it's not like. Why do we not hear about that all the time? He's like straight out of a horror movie. Yeah, it, it's too awesome yeah, to not yeah. be constantly talked about. Right, and, he, and yet he's like one of the least known serial yeah, killers. There's like, a terrifying picture of him, supposedly. Yeah, there should be a Netflix series yeah, about that. Yeah, he supposedly know, like got seven about fucking Ted Bundy. Right, right. Can't get one about the, the pit beef human guy? I know, I know. Maybe yeah, that's like real life Sweeney Todd. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so it makes me wonder. I mean, maybe that, maybe then that is an urban legend. Then maybe that truly is an urban legend. I, I'm pretty sure there's a guy, but I, I'm willing to bet a lot of that is embellished or just speculated. You know what I mean? It might have just been like a guy who killed somebody who happened to have a restaurant, right? You right, know, and, and right. people always want to say like, "Ooh, yeah, was he yeah. picking Ooh. up people in there?" Like, <laughs> mm, how do you know? Right, yeah, right. Because yeah, it, it'd be maybe. it'd be very difficult to prove. You know? Yeah. Because yeah. If, yeah. If the all evidence those people got eaten. All right. I mean, right. it is a phenomenal way to get rid of a body. It really is. Yeah. Like, I mean, that yeah. just kind of fits right well, in. It, just grind well, it one is the reminded of of the the quaint little uh, lovely film from the early '90s, Fried Green Tomatoes, oh. in which a sheriff is murdered and butchered and fed to consumers. Wow! Holy shit! I yeah. don't remember that part of the movie. Yep, hand to God. I, oh my God! I just wasn't remember expecting the pretty- it. Very unexpecting title. You know, right? It's not what you're thinking. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice appetizer. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're eating. Yeah, they sheriff. fed up. They fed up to people at the at the uh, at the the whistle stop cafe. That lovely little. Is that place, place still in business? <laughs> 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 Look, we had a rough turn right. in, in the '80s. <laughs> We're now 100 percent beef. <laughs> we no, you. really. Well, one I that remember. I 100% pig, right? Right? <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah. For all my Bellas. progressives out there. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? I said, you know, they, they ground up a sheriff, so I said it's 100% oh, pig. Oh, I see. Okay, I see. Oh, right. Sorry, what were you saying, Jess? <laughs> no, I just remember Kathy Bates and her pretty lesbian girlfriend. I don't remember. Yeah, they, they left out the, the lesbianism of it, too. That's in the book they as did. well. It's heavily coded. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, but there uh okay, so mine and and I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, Jimmy. There is a my friends supposedly had a fella living in their their backwoods cuz like we were saying in Virginia, you can be on the, you know, like you live on the edge of town, there's like miles and miles of of just fields and forests and crap going on. And uh there there is a a forest behind my friend's parents' place and uh there is a fella named they named Yellow Shirt. And what, what happened was they had built like a fort 
and they they used one of their their shirts as the flag like they put a like a shovel and then a flag on it so that was like their you know i guess so they could find it again and it mm-hmm. just looked cool and um they came back one day and it was destroyed and they look up and there's this creepy man staring at them wearing the shirt so they run away um and then supposedly they just saw him here and there, and we would, uh, me and the, the guy's younger brother who I was friends with, we would go out and, and we'd call for Yellow Shirt in the woods. Yellow Shirt. And then we'd like see a branch move or something, like, oh my God, that's him. And, <laughs> and also, there's a few other stories with it. Apparently, he claimed that at one point him and uh, another friend of ours were, were playing out there and they, they found some abandoned shack and they're, they're messing around in it. And uh, one of them just started screaming wildly and, ru- and ran, and my friend followed him, and he said later that there was a man uh, like staring at them through a tiny little opening in it. And also, also, there was a cattle mutilation, just to see. There's a what? Cattle mutilation. Cattle? Here's- cattle. Cattle. Yeah. Cattle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's what gets me about things like that, that last story in particular, is... I've never been really afraid of ghosts per se. I mean, kind of like the normal amount. Like I turn sure. off the light. It's in like the room a snake. Like it's, it's and scary I, if there's yeah, a snake. Yeah, I kind of like speed step back to the place, back to the room with the light on. That's totally at normal. 28 years old. Yeah, as a grown man, I'm afraid a ghost might get me in my little. As if a ghost would want to haunt my shitty apartment. <laughs> you know, as if he wouldn't move well, to a better neighborhood. Um, yeah. but. The idea when you go to these abandoned houses, like, that's not what scares me. Some poltergeist or something. But, like, you know, the a crazy fucking guy could definitely be in there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you go to these abandoned hospitals, like an abandoned yeah. house. Like, somebody's probably squatting well, there. I, I will say it is mm-hmm. it is kind of insensitive to say this. But there there are some scary hobo types out there. Probably mentally ill. Probably should be treated. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But there are scary ones. I was uh, chased by one uh, who was, uh, by all intent, by all accounts, uh, accounts uh, was going to molest me when I was young. Okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that's a, that's my ultimate horror story of my life. I was like chased through the woods by a man. <laughs> really? Yeah, in, in uh, Double Rock Park. Oh, Parkville. Yep. When I first moved there, I was 13. Um. How did you, how did you know? I mean, I guess it's pretty obvious, but like, how did you, how did you know he meant to harm you? Like, well, what happened? why he, was he chased? Um, I mean, was he playing he, tag? Well, it, I, it's, it, he was clearly disturbed. He clearly was not in his right mind. It was uh, okay. So this is what happened. I'm riding my bike. I'm exploring this. We just moved up here. I'm exploring these new woods that I know nothing about. And as, as I'm going into the woods, I, I notice a man, uh, just kind of in the trees to my left. And I don't, I don't really like. He kind of like, I'm kind of like, Ugh. like, I, but I don't really get a good look at him. And I'm just like, hi, you know, like I just like say hi. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then I hear him go, hey, babe. And I turn oh. to my left, and he's he's <laughs> he's wearing a shirt. He's wearing a white tattered t-shirt. He had long, scraggly blonde hair. I remember he looked like the guy from Coach. You guys remember that show? No. There's a guy with like long. Oh hair. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coach. He, kinda, he looked like him, but scarier. And uh, and he had written on his white T-shirt and magic marker the letters F A G capitalized. Nice. Okay. And whoa. And he called me babe. And I, the thing was, as soon as I recognized what was going on, I was 
on my way into the woods. Like he was now blocking yeah. the the you know, and I had no idea what was where they went or anything. This is all brand new to me. And yeah. um, so Shit. I'm able to keep a good pace on my bike, and I see that this guy is like following. He's not like running towards me, but he's just he's just like you know trotting along in the woods in my direction. And um and so it, it, you know, but I think like okay, I'll probably be fine on my bike. I can outrun him. But then I get to uh, a, a little creek that I have mm. to jump down off of my bike and push through. And uh, at that point, you know, I'm starting to think like this might be this might be it. Like this might be you know the most traumatic moment of my life. And um, I turn around to see if he's if he's still there, and he very uh, politely has his ass pointed at me and exposed. And spread out. Wow. Which to wow. me, where I come from, that's just rude etiquette. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Your yeah, mother yeah. teaches you better yeah. than that. You uh, aren't yeah. used to Parkville, the Parkville hello. <laughs> Parkville hello, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's how we do it here. Um, so I'm, uh, again, I'm even more terrified now. Like, this is going to be really, really ugly. And uh, but then what happens, thankfully, is I stumble upon a group of menacing teenagers. Nice. Which most of the, and I really did think like these guys might kick my ass, but you know what? I'll take that. Um, I, I really did think like I would have been scared of them normally. They're yeah. you know they're just like tough looking, like they're probably smoking weed or something. You know, just kind of older. When when you're that age, like any yeah. any boy that's like a few years older than yeah. you is like you know, yeah. cool. It, well, they're going to beat you up a lot of the time. Yeah, if, or they're going to scare you or yeah, something, yeah. you know, if you're... Yeah, fuck with you, yeah. Right, right. If they're out in the woods like that, like, probably drinking beer and stuff. Um, and uh, so I was like, all right, I'm 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 still relieved, you uh -huh. know? They might, uh -huh. like, mess with me. But then I I uh, I was like, hey, uh, how do I get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they're actually, like, super nice. And we're like, yeah, yeah, if you need help with your bike, let us know. We'll come help you. And uh, so I escaped that. And I, you know, my immediate thought was, I'm never telling anyone in my life about this because it's just too well, embarrassing or like. Tonight. <laughs> well, no, on my <laughs> way home, I started thinking to myself, some other kid is going to go back there. And this. So yeah, whatever I, happened, did you report that? Yeah, I called the cops. I like told my mom and we called the cops. And uh, it didn't, I think they called back once or twice. It didn't sound like they found anything. But I mean, oh my God. I know. How no. hard would it have been to find. That guy in the woods. You I know? mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah, must. He must have left. Like that. He must have left after that. I mean, Jeez. like, or maybe they did find him. I don't know. But I'll tell you. Also, at that time, I was uh, because we were kind of in transition. We were uh, staying at my aunt's. It was when we first moved up here from Virginia, and we didn't have a house yet, so we had to stay at my aunt's for a while. And I uh, was in like a utility basement, <laughs> all the way down the, you know, far away from everyone else, um, with. Uh, a screen door with no covering overlooking said woods. So, of course, I had no. visions of this man showing up. Oh, my God. <laughs> in the middle of the night. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. Oh, God, that's that's terrifying. It's already oh. spooky enough to sleep in, like, a, like, the back deep end of a basement with no furnishing, you know? Yeah. Like, there's, like, a, a table with tools on it and crap like that and, like, old oh my toys God, you've backed got up. <laughs> 
<laughs> You've got so many like elements of horror just I in know. that one yeah. situation. You got I a know. basement, you got woods, Dude, you got that's, toys. That's my total creepy pasta story. Tools on it. I even <laughs> I even shit. heard that somebody plagiarized that story because I like wrote it on something. Uh and, and then someone was like, you know, that, that story's on Reddit now. Like they knew that I had posted it first. Wow. You know what you should do or what we can do is I'll just take you telling that story from this podcast and put it over some like weird like ambient creepy music yeah Ooh, like yeah. with and like put some reverb on your voice totally and then he spread his ass cheeks <laughs> yeah <I was> gonna <laughs> just have like that. a real like creepy kind of thing i mean they don't get well yeah that it's is a good story. that is like a real life horror story you know? why like i wish you did clips mike i even told that to the drummer from that thing you do once when i was driving him by that area coincidentally that thing you do oh well, see like even that that one weird obscure thing that just happened to you, someone at least one other person copied. So it's like, yeah, yeah, you know these these stories they they get around quick. It's, you know, yeah, they really do. I mean, do do you have any uh, real life creepy pasta tales like that, Jess? Not like that, man. I think I mean there was like a lot of like ghosty shit that was just like kind of fun. The one that ha- and this is like nothing compared to yours, but I remember. Um, my friend lived in this community that was like it had like an old like plantation house mm-hmm. behind it with like all this property and it was just really spooky and we were kind of just like exploring around in there and then all of a sudden a light came on and we heard a scream ah. and it was like it was the scariest shit of my life and then like a couple minutes later we figured out that it was a goat. and goats when they scream it sounds like a human woman like it's terrifying it's like blood curdling but no i never had anything like where there were actually any stakes i just got freaked out by a goat once was was the (laughs) did they have the clapper is that why the light came on i think it was just like something moved in front of the light like Uh, it was like a like a motion sensor like yeah right right that is pretty terrifying yeah. Um. All right. Well, uh, this has been an excellent episode, you guys. Thank you so much, Jess. Thank Great you. Great to see Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Love to have you, you back sometime. Discuss all your uh, historical knowledge. Uh, <laughs> no, for real. Um, Jimmy? Yes. Where can people find The Confessional if they want to find it? Uh, Confessional Podcast. Follow us on, uh, well, all... Obviously, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, that's your podcast app on the phone. Uh, soon to be YouTube, we promise. Promise. Get some stuff on YouTube <laughs> there. But in the meantime... What do I need to do for that again? I need to get a hard drive? Yeah, literally just get a, a thumb drive. All right. If I'll, you I'll literally just years, get maybe. a thumb drive, okay. right. we can put... Make our, sure I... Remind me, all right? Yeah. <laughs> remind me. Videos on YouTube would be awesome. And then you could make clips and stuff. You could make a clip. You can see story. my handkerchief. If you, <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry, I forgot we we're doing plugs. That's, That's just, all right. That just downgraded into me just telling you how to get, upload stuff on YouTube. That's more valuable information than anything else we do here. Um, Facebook.com slash confessional podcast is where you can participate uh, primarily. Mike posts the topic of the week every week on there, and you can either submit your confessions publicly on that thread on Facebook, or you can DM him if you want to remain anonymous. But that's how you can get your confessionals or your confessions read on confessional. Yeah. Um, Jess, tell us your uh, your socials again, please. It's Just Feeney, J-U-S-T-F-E-E-N-E-Y. That's for Instagram and Twitter. 
Fantastic. All right, guys. Thank you so much. This has been an excellent episode. And we will see everyone next time on The Confessional.